0: Hello, welcome to Arrest All the Mix. My name is Ben Tallon. This is the original Thinking and Creative Innovation podcast. Morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. How are you doing? I hope you're well. I hope you're fired up creatively. I hope you're enjoying whatever it is that you're working on. Recording this on a bank holiday, as it's coming out to you. The weather is muggy and filled with dread. Yeah, it's that time of the year again. It's graduation time. All you students the curtain is being pulled just a little bit back so you can see out and you can see the vicious real world that's waiting for you. I hope you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're going to be talking about that. I'm going to be bringing you some wonderful advice courtesy of Arts Threads' Katie Dominey, lovely lady, uh, full of experience, works with graduates right across the board. So she's going to be bringing us some fantastic tips about surviving and getting the strongest possible start in the real world that you can have going into industry. All that coming up. But first, a little thank you to my wonderful sponsors who make sure that this show is free every week for you guys there, every Tuesday, waiting to catch you when you fall, give you a lift when you're on a rise and whatever else you need it to be. I'm there for you. I'm here. Yes. Um, Illustration Limited, my agency, illustrationweb.com, founding sponsor of the show, been propping me up since day one, helping me out, Um, gave me the idea in the first place actually to do a podcast, which is awesome realised that I could run my mouth and got behind me. So here we are, like, approaching three quarters of the way to 100 episodes, which is madness. Never thought I'd get to that, but here we are, on the road. Um, Yeah, check them out, illustrationweb.com. We're representing over 200 different artists working closely in the industry with the Society of Artists Agents and all the other agents and all the other affiliate bodies, all these important people that you're going to have to learn about and get to know as you come out into industry. Um, One of those guys is the Association of Illustrators, so I wanted to link these two guys together. They work closely in the industry to protect our rights, to get us events and things going on that help us... Um, and in relation to today's episode, so the AOI and Illustration Web do come together and provide portfolio reviews at the likes of new designers and other industry events with Thread. So they're very, very proactive in terms of the event scene and organising talks and getting out there and helping people because that's where the connections are made. Face-to-face, meeting people, finding out what's what and staying off of Google, so just keep that in mind, uh, thanks to those guys. So, illustrationweb.com. you can go and check out the AOI, keen supporters of the show at the theaoi.com, loads of events coming up soon, go and check it out on their blog and their news pages and their social media channels, heartinternet.co.uk, second sponsor, um, I met Nick Leach at the dot .London Small Business Awards last year, uh, Nick's awesome, he's a market manager at Heart Internet and they look out for search engine optimization, provide Domain names, web hosting, um, social media advice. They're very important. These are the key things that we have to be sharp with in today's industry. So Nick and Hart do a lot of work to that end. So do go and check out their advice pages. They're on YouTube with tips. All sorts of stuff going on. It's, It's crucial, crucial stuff. And today I thought I'd talk about the importance of following up. So... It's not about making the connections on social media. It's about making them in the real world. And it's about a quick follow-up so that it's relevant and that you've then kind of double-established the relationship. So a lot of these graduates and the things we're going to be talking about today is about graduate fairs, exhibition, networking events, getting out to talks, making up for the loss of the sort of education time that you've got with your tutors. It's a big crash. I found it very difficult and the importance of talking to people at these fairs and not just staying within your group your safe zone and your bubble it's about saying hello to people asking what they're doing there where are they from why are they here what could be of use with your work with them. and even if it's nothing it's worth just establishing it swapping business cards giving them a little, a little nudge and if they're on Twitter if they're on Instagram give them a follow give them a little hello just say you know it was great to meet you today or whatever that is it's a great little tip and then they'll remember you they'll know they'll see your avatar they'll see your work and they can keep an eye on you just never know what you post out there might get seen Uh, it may be that they're of no use whatsoever and that they then have to pass you on to someone else but you'd be surprised how often that happens I've been talking to someone and they've said look actually I've got absolutely no use for your work and when you hear that it's quite soul destroying but very quickly a few of them have said but I do know a guy, and I know this girl, who can actually... Uh, they're looking for something that you do, or they can you know—they can keep you on file. Whatever it may be, just follow it up and crystallise the relationship. And that's courtesy of hearts, internet.co.uk. Uh, last, but certainly not least, printed.com. My printer for the show, my personal printer for my work. Um, great customer service, ever-increasing range of services, finishes, over 90 different products... Go and have a look. They've got foiling going on there now. You can investigate that and find out all the details. Superb customer services if you need to know anything. Um, it's so important at these graduate fairs and networking events to come. And I fell short this last week, actually. I had a meeting with some people, some lovely people from Hong Kong and China who'd come over to investigate the kind of London uh, and the UK illustration scene and, and just get some contacts for some big projects they're doing out there in Asia. Um, And... Nobody turns up without any business cards, so there you go lesson learned nine years into the game and i 'm still making these howlers so don 't let that be your problem either go and, uh, go and check out Printed.com, they 've got some awesome business card options there business cards, flyers, postcards, whatever works for you. I mentioned on last year 's graduate special, which you can go back and check out on the archive um, rich Cahill, guy who was on one of the i think he was one of the product design degrees from Duncan of Jordanstone University in Scotland, and he had a beautiful little kind of fold-out cube-style business card, and it really stuck in my mind, and it stayed in my wallet for a long time, and I showed it to so many people who then photographed it and took down Rich's contacts. So you just don't know where you could be going viral if you've got the right business card or the right piece of promotional kit Uh, and printed.com. I've got all of those options, so go and check them out. Thanks to all those guys. So why am I doing another graduate special? Well, to be quite honest, I'm probably going to do something every single year to this end because it's so important, and I will never stop telling people about how difficult it was for me when I graduated from an illustration degree uh, in Preston at UCLan, University of Central Lancashire. There was a huge crash landing. Um, you go through seven years of education, and you're in something of a bubble because you've got you as you've got someone you can call upon at any given point. You've got peers, you've got people in the same boat, so you've got the same comfort zone. If you've got a bugbear, if you're pissed off with the way your degree shows going, um, there's always that person by your side who's going to agree with you, and you do have something of a safety net, and. Very few people, myself included, will actually make the effort to go and network in other departments, make those connections before they graduate. So what tends to happen is, and what certainly happened to me, was you get out there in the real world and all of a sudden you don't have the tax breaks, you don't have the student loans, so you've got to get a full-time job. And maybe it's nothing to do with what you studied, so you're stuck in retail or you're in a factory or you're in an office or whatever it might be. It's not what you spent seven years in education for, right? That doesn't mean it's a failure. Um, those jobs taught me so much and, you know, they financed the long game. I never took my eye off the ball. But it is incredibly tough because it's you, suddenly it's you. And you do stay in touch with people from uni, but it's just so much harder when you're not in the same studio together. And you suddenly realise that maybe you weren't as productive as you should have been, but it's too late and here you are. Conundrums everywhere. Um, disillusioned, yeah, certainly I felt like I'd fallen off the end of a cliff. Um, I just crashed and burned for six months and I would sit there at this shitty garden table from B&Q in my bedroom and I would draw and I would get absolutely nowhere Um, and it felt horrible and I thought have I done the right thing have I screwed up have I got myself 17 grand in debt for nothing, you know, and, and, and that's how I felt for a long time. And it was only when I got myself out there and got studio and started to talk to people again that I became re-energized and I started to make headway with creating a style that worked for me and setting up a business. And I did this six-week program where they made me write a business plan and I, you know, I didn't want to do it because I'm an artist and I didn't want to write. But it paid off, and that's exactly why I'm bringing you Katie Dominic from Arts Thread. Arts Thread are a brilliant organisation who I've actually worked with a lot over the years. I've done talks to them at the London Design Festival. Um, I've done portfolio reviews for them. I talk to them all the time. We're always meeting up for a coffee or a beer. And I think they do fantastic work because they pick up where a university leaves off. And this isn't just about the first year after graduation. These guys actually cater for people. If I'm not mistaken, up to five years after graduation, putting them in touch with industry, giving them portfolios online on their website. Go and have a look, That's Um, They do graduate fairs. They do events all over Europe and the world. They've done something in Brazil recently, in Milan. They do Milan Design Week every year. They do everything from ceramics to illustration to design to art. You name it, right across the board, fashion, it's all going on awesome organisation. So I sit down with Kate Dominey and we're going to talk about the core values. We're going to talk about the things that she sees, the common pitfalls for graduates. Um, how do you present yourself? If you're an introvert, how do you get yourself out there without shouting in someone's face? What, you know, what, how do you behave at these grad fairs? What are the first steps into industry? So we're going to talk about all of that stuff. We're going to talk about Art Thread, its origins, the work they do. So... It's uh, it's a it's a privilege because Katie's wonderful and she's got so much experience. So it's well worth checking out, and I hope it will give you some great pointers to get on your way. Um, you know, it's it's about confidence. It's about facing forward and the challenges that you're going to be coming up against very very soon if you've not already hit them. Uh, so yeah, I hope it's I hope it's good for you, and I hope you're going to go and check out and get on board with that thread. So go and get a portfolio. Go and go to their events. Get stuck in. Uh, it's so crucial in this industry, especially now, because it's a tough, tough world to be in. So I hope you enjoy it. Hit us up with your feedback on the Twitter, at ArrestHolmerMix. Uh, thank you to last week's guest Karen McLeod uh, also Barbara Brownskirt we had a great conversation about character development if you're doing anything that involves creating characters uh, with authenticity then that's an episode you need to go back and listen to check out the whole archive soundcloud.com forward slash arrest on the mix subscribe on twitter, uh, twitter sorry subscribe on itunes drop me a review on there if you like the show uh, very important it's a real great support for, for what I'm doing and you know it means we can keep this going and get a good reputation and keep doing it for free every week. Uh, so, cheers. Thanks for the new listeners. Cheers for checking back in if you're a regular. Uh, it means a lot. Do keep getting the feedback. Do keep spreading the word. Uh, without further ado, you find me sat in the corner of a coffee shop. So, I do apologise for the slightly worse than normal noise levels with Katie Dominic from Arts Thread. So, about Arts Thread, then, what is, okay. what's, the, what's, the, what's the background? What's, what's, what is Arts Thread? How is Art did it all come about?
1: ArtsRED came about actually really um, through my interest in uh, graduate shows and student shows. Um, because I used to work uh, for WGSN, which is a trend company. And what I found was that when I was interested in seeing what trends were happening, not necessarily in terms of like the finished product, but in terms of um, just the the themes that students were interested in, that I found student and graduate shows a really good source of inspiration. And also, um, this is probably going back about seven years now, what I found was that they had already got a whole stream of images, they got fantastic text, but what was the case was that in the summer, after the graduate shows, that the they would be in a lot of magazines, so a magazine would have a graduate special, you know, June, July. I had our graduate special, but then after that, there, there wouldn't really be any talk about graduates until the following June. So the initial idea was really a, a magazine, so a print magazine, where we would actually run something like a couple of, maybe like an issue every couple of months, and it would be like talking about all different types of design. So I mean, in the same areas that we do now, so we break it down into sectors, so we have a fashion, textiles and accessory sector, then we have uh, product design uh, with industrial design, architecture, etc. And then there's a there's a whole kind of visual communication sector which goes, spans anything from illustration to film to graphic design. And then there's a craft sector, so that will be ceramics, glass and jewellery. So the idea was that obviously people can move between those, but they to a certain extent had a synergy between the people that, that were doing those particular sectors and then I was just starting to put it together when I bumped into my co-founder Alex Brownless who I knew because we would both worked together at WGSN and I showed him the idea that we were working on and he really liked the idea and we started working on it together so we put together a prototype of the magazine and we sent it to the design schools and took it to a lot of design experts and asked them what they thought and everybody really liked it Um, and but then some of the feedback was that we could actually show the really top people in the magazine but obviously being a magazine it didn't give us a license to actually showcase enough people so it's like well okay we might have 30 on our course how are we going to show all these people mm. so that was the idea of the website so the website then <coughs> followed on from that so the website now is a showcase for emerging talent which when we first started we thought well really we can only we can do this for a year okay so this gives them a springboard for a year to be able to get out there to get a job get freelance work or to start their own business but actually um as that time progressed over the over the next sort of two or three years but also increasingly now what we're finding is that um the the graduates are actually needing us for longer so the feedback that we've had from them is you know well actually we really need to your help for a longer yeah. period of time because you know it takes us that long it takes people longer to, to find their feet some people might just fall into a job straight away but for a lot of people you know it's going to take them at least two maybe three four years uh, where you know they might have to be doing some jobs that they might not be their first choice but uh, you know as long as they know that it's a stepping stone to the next Hurdle of what this is they want to do, so um, so that's kind of where we are. And then our spread has also got lots of other things to it. It's got um, practical guides, so a lot of help. So that can be very simple things like a CV or a resume, how to do a CV, how to do a resume, how to write a covering letter, top tips for interviews, best online portfolios, and then it's also got a lot of more. Kind of slightly softer advice, where, um, where we talk to creatives about their their role, and then obviously the advice then comes through in a more kind of indirect manner.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and in, and as well as, as well as that, we do a lot of competitions. Um, we also get involved in with a lot of events. We, although we're based in London, we now have an office in New York, and we also are very much based in Europe as well so we do a lot of media partnerships with um, different trade shows and events all around the world we do a lot of offline stuff so because we like to think that as Art spread that it's not your portfolio isn't just a passive portfolio it's not just put onto the side and just sits there what we do is we promote portfolios of the day and we also take our members to exhibit shows so whether that's London Design Festival in September or Milan Design Week in April or, for example, craft shows like handmade Q, handmade Britain, so it's to give to give them an, a way of actually showcasing their work offline as well as online.
0: Yeah, which is crucial, isn't it? Because I mean, to start, you you fill a as you said, there a very important space between education and, and what people call, like to call the real world, and it's like, and it is it's tough, it's a tough industry. It's the fact that you cover so many disciplines shows how that's an exciting thing but also a confusing thing so that the amount of people I talk to who have got a a, a degree in fine art but they're now illustrators or they've got a degree in graphic design and they're now ceramicists you know it's like we don't truly know and a lot of people even throughout their degree still don't know where they want to go they don't understand the the difference so I guess a lot of the work you do helps to make a little more sense of that once you get out into industry so that you're not just cut off completely and in the cold.
1: I think that's it I think what we like to to be able to explain is that um, you know just because you don't get to walk into that job the next day, that doesn't mean you know the last three years have been like rubbish. You know that it is going to take a longer process to to find your route into the careers that you want, and you know some of the. Um, the interviews or a lot of the interviews that we do show that people, as you said, people have moved from from, from, from one studying one thing and then moving into another. Like for myself, you know, I studied um, fashion design and then I moved into editorial and then I moved into uh, like trends and then I moved into doing more like consumer research. And, blah 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 so it kind of like everybody sort of moves around and actually that's that, that's, that's a great thing and it's something that people should celebrate yeah. and I think the universities now are um, trying to do that they're trying to not put people into a box and say you know okay you're doing interior architecture, so you know you can't speak to anyone else in whole yeah, building. Yeah. they're trying to organize more projects that bring the students together because they realize that actually in the real world that people's job skills do overlap and you know what might be like a temporary job might teach you like other skills that you can then yeah. Utilise within the job that you actually want to do later yes. so yeah. you know it may be that you go work somewhere and learn um, I don't know, PR skills or marketing skills yeah. or, or even just being able to talk to the public
0: yes you know? because
1: that again you know depending on the sector you're in for example if you're involved in um, craft sector, a lot of it is actually having to do shows, it's having to engage with the, with the actual, with the client, the yeah. person that's
0: buying your, your And in the traditional university model, um, as we all know there's a tendency to remain in that bubble for three years, and yes. then when that bursts and you're out in the real world, it's, it's notoriously difficult to go and knock on doors and make those connections, so I guess what you guys are doing, providing a, a crucial ladder into that. Into that. Next step, or to go Yeah,
1: I think that's it because I think for a lot of people, their final year show is the first time they actually get to talk to anybody <laughs> about their work. Um, I know that some universities do a lot more kind of open crits and that kind of thing, yeah. um, but that's usually within their own group, so you know, yeah. fellow students and tutors. Um, but I think you know, just the, the feedback that we've had from people that do the shows with us, one of the most important things is the fact that Giving them confidence to talk about their work. Yes. Uh, being able to talk about your work, being able to relate to members of the public or people in the industry, how, how you talk to them, and I think you know you see that even with some of, for example, we work with new designers as well, which is a big. Um, graduate show of well, the largest graduate show actually in the UK in the summer and you see like from the beginning when they've been there the first day to when say for example four days later that you know, they've gained so much confidence from, mm. from being able to talk to people yeah and I think also it's quite useful to talk to them about how that works you know to be able to sort of almost see it as a kind of a, a challenge or even a game you know rather than sort of thinking oh no you know I don't yeah. want to talk about my work yeah um, I mean, obviously there are people who will never be able to talk about that, but, you know, yeah. they, they just, and I mean, there are routes, you know, it's talking about the roots. how you can work, how you can actually get access to your work in different ways, so yeah. I think for us, it's, it's, it's giving them the confidence to, to go out there, yeah. the confidence to, as I say, with a lot of the um, help guides, it's things like networking. How do you know people who are in your network? How do you actually actively try and make it happen to get that job, get that break, get that freelance contract? And I think a lot of what we do is is, is about that. And um, just giving people the confidence to to, to keep going,
0: I think, when it looks like a really bleak day. Without a doubt, you mentioned new designers there. I've been at the last couple, uh, the last one with you guys doing the portfolio reviews. as part of doing the Instagram takeover with you guys, I, I came across David Howe's work and, and we sort of developed a mutual I appreciation did, yeah, of each other's work ever yeah, since now on Instagram cool. and I'm now, we're now actively looking for a way to collaborate, you know, I, I really adore his work and right since I first stumbled across it so again you facilitated a nice thing there so David coming of university uh, me seeing this fresh style that I really like and thinking that's cool now that would work with my style and it's great because I, you know I don't I don't know where David's at maybe he's full of confidence but um, you know I just want to I want to work with his stuff and without that kind of event it might be harder for him to reach people like myself in industry and on the other side of it for me to find people coming out of universities so it really does show just how it it connects uh, joins the dots and another thing um, that you hit up on there which I found really interesting just the sheer amount of disciplines that that you guys represent with that spread do you you think it's an important thing uh, for graduates because my tutors told me to go and find graphic design people downstairs, go and talk to the web developers, because when you're out of university, you will need these people, so go and build that, I didn't do it, I was the How would I need to know a web developer, that was my attitude, so I know I'm one of many who then get out of uni and go, oh shit, yes. you were right all of a sudden there's arts right and the hope is that being at these sort of fairs you will have those conversations like you said there with yes. a web developer or with a graphic designer and suddenly you can skills up because you have got skin do you see that happening
1: yeah we, we do very much i think it's really important for example like if you if you're a fashion designer you're going to need someone to photograph your collection you're going to need someone to do the packaging do the artwork I mean, these days, obviously, you know, you can you can make your own website really easy, you know, like custom build site. That's yep. not a problem. But you know, once you want to go slightly beyond that, you are going to really need people to help you. Yeah. And I think you know, the more forward thinking universities, as I said before, they are trying to inculcate this to create projects that actually bring people together from the different disciplines. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, networking is 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 so important. And I think, especially when people are actually leaving university, because you know you might think oh, I'm very really sick of them. I've like seen them for three years. Yeah. Bye bye, I'm off on my <laughs> summer holiday. But actually, like after a month, you're going. Know? You no, know, I really yeah. want to kind of see them again and like keep in touch but and, and they are really really important connections and you know when you speak to people and you know maybe they've been in the industry like 10 20 years it's amazing how many of them have still got all these these friends that they made at, yeah. at, at art school because it is like a really kind of a bonding thing where people are like making these friends that they keep forever yeah and you know it was really important to kind of um, engage with people then yeah. because as you say you will need them I mean everybody needs um, Um, often will need packaging graphic design and in in a way the sort of that that side of it that viscom side of it are the ones that are most sort of in demand in that you know all the other disciplines need them like whether for example you were a ceramicist you might you need someone or jeweler you would need someone to do the packaging for your for your jewelry for example or, as I said, the fashion designer, or even someone like, say for example, was like a, a product designer. Again, you may want someone to do packaging leaflets and blah, 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 blah. But on the other hand, I think what's useful for the visual communication people often is actually when people are starting to leave university, is actually having projects to work on. Yes. for their portfolio because well, otherwise they're having to like think of themselves think of themselves self-initiate a self-initiated yeah. project which are fine but it's really good to have in your portfolio to say you know this Fashion designer asked me to yeah. do this for them, or this pharmacist asked me to do this. Yeah. So, and that builds up work in your portfolio. Yeah. You know, Even if it's just kind of no money changes hands and it's just a token amount, yeah, then it's, it's, it's really important to, to do that. Um, it is have that it's network really invaluable.
0: I mean, we, we've talked about this at uh, the London Design Festival and the events, the, the great value of good imagery. In the world we live in now, people get a large percentage of their information through. Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, uh, whatever it is, whatever the platform is relevant. Yes. But actually, good photography sells your work in a great way. So there's a good bio, good words. Okay. There are so many aspects that you need to think about now in modern world, uh, in, in how you package and sell what you do. So uh, yes. again, it's just another way, I think, what you guys do that can that can connect you with those people. And also get you thinking about that. We all know that when we're exposed to other creatives and we see someone doing something in a slightly different way, it triggers new ideas. And that's...
1: Yes, I think that's really important. I mean, one of the things that we've noticed from the the actual shows that we do, um, say for example, I mean the most we did, I think, with uh, designer block at the Design Festival was about 15, and then we've actually had ones much, much more curated, um, mainly because we really like the space down to about five. Is how the feedback that we've had is how much they've actually learned from each other. Obviously they've learned from having the, customer, the, the clients come through the door, but actually just by chatting to each other over like three or four days, they've just picked up so much kind of information, yeah. swap stories and ideas yeah. that, you know, it's been really invaluable for them to, to yeah. get that kind
0: of feedback. And that, that goes back to an interesting point you made about introverted people, which God knows there, is, there are many others in this, in this industry and people can be quite, you know, and a whole range of personalities. Um, so I think that's you hit a really good point there about we said there about people finding to talk definitely, but just by exposing yourself to it, maybe you don't even say a word. Maybe you just spend a few days hovering around the place, looking what people are doing, and you could still soak up a hell of a lot of the long things without having to commit yourself to it in a formal conversation. You know? Yeah.
1: No, it is, and also we give people a lot of tips. Like for example, if they're starting to do um, a you know their first show, to do after graduation. You know, if 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 it really isn't for you, you get someone in to help you. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, at this entry level, you can get uh, a mate. Uh, often it's get, it's it's easier to have someone else talk about your work yeah. than yourself. So you know, get a friend. I'm sure, like a friend, you say like, oh, okay, okay, let you know. I'll buy a bottle of wine, or let's go and have a you know meal afterwards. You know, yeah. you're sure they would like. Go, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm up with that. Yeah. Or, you know, for example, like so many people expect so much on social media, and sometimes we say to um, graduates, you know, Okay, you know, you can look at these really big corporates and they've got like an amazing amount of followers and they're doing so much on social media like every day. But you know, don't forget, that is somebody's job. Someone yeah. is paid so much a year yeah. to to run Instagram and Facebook yeah. and you know, they're not just somebody's working for the company is doing yeah. it like while they're walking down the road.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think you know, a lot of graduates feel that they have to compete with that, and they don't really realise that's actually completely on a
0: level global. Oh, God, yes, yeah, it's impossible to do so. Yes.
1: So, one of the tricks that we say to people is, um, you know, obviously you can try and schedule things in advance. So, for example, if you were doing a show, you might say, okay, I'll try and schedule as much as I can, and then I can kind of like start you know, using something like a boot suite or something like that. I can actually sort of put them through the show. Or again just get a mate you know if you don't like social media i'm sure you've got a friend who does and get them along and say look okay you know we're supposed to spend a couple of hours at the show take some pictures and you know that's it job done you know rather than you sort of stressing and thinking okay i've got customers coming up and i'm supposed to be doing things on like instagram and this that and the other one yeah just kind of think oh okay i don't have to do that and i think a lot of it also comes down to planning and i think it's quite difficult, a lot of creatives, and I think, I mean, I don't know, I'm not sure if this is changing. I know that, like, when I was at university, for people to be seem to be organized, it's like, it's really, like, very uncool. It's like, oh no, no, <laughs> no, that's really uncool to be organized. I think it's probably changing a bit now. But, it, to get the mo- especially if you're working for yourself, you do have to be so organized yeah Um, you don't have to give the impression that you're organized but you do in terms of just getting the most out of things that you're because when you think about it say you do like a show even if you go in as a graduate you might be paying like five hundred quid or even a grand for a stand if you're doing a show and I think a lot of people forget that a lot of the money especially these days a lot of that money isn't the table not table it's the actual marketing that the show is doing on your behalf yeah. and what you are getting from that from being there so it's like it's really kind of having almost like a whole campaign about your show and how you're going to make the most of it how you're going to get as much exposure from those organizers as you possibly can you know which again comes down to organizing because being on the receiving end in a lot of cases you know in the past of um having to do PR like shows and things like that. Actually, it's quite difficult because you find that like, a lot of creatives, not just recent graduates, but people who have like 20, 30 years, everything's always the last minute. So you know, a call will come out and go, "We we need all the information by the thirty first of Jan of um, January because you know we need to send it out to the magazines." Blah blah blah. And what happens? You get about a five. <laughs> and it, this is even like big brands. So. You know, as, we, as a emerging creative, you can be the one that actually hits all the deadlines, emails them, you know, here are all the images in the size that you want, here is the text, exactly how you asked me to send it to you. You're going to be the one that they are going to showcase. You're going to be the one that they're going to, like, ask for the interview and things like that. And so much of it with people that succeed seems to be that their ability to be, to have this kind of organisational or to understand the the importance of, of certain things... As opposed to kind of like what a lot of creatives do is okay, okay, I'm going to do six pieces for this exhibition, and actually like at uh, half past eleven the night before they're still working on the yeah. on the six, and it's still drying. Yeah, and it's like well, I've completely forgotten about the PR, forget about it. I've done, and it's like well, okay, well, why don't you just do five and not bother with six? But it's very difficult for creatives often to to, to have that kind of discipline because yeah. they get so carried away by what they're doing yeah. that they forget the sort of the the goal. And I think it's thinking about what is the goal. Your goal yes. is actually to go to the show and maybe sell two or three pieces, yeah. meet loads of people, get as much publicity as you want, so as you can. In it's the limelight yeah, it's, it's a a limelight. Rolling, uh... So, but it's like understanding.
0: How to make the most of that limelight, I think. Yes. And it is, and, and, and this is well. such a great point because um, I always take great comfort in a very selfish and ruthless manner um, about, because I go on platforms like Behance, Arts Threat, and I look at the abundance of talent and it's intimidating. We all get there in those moments where you look and it makes you feel very inadequate and some way down the pecking order um, as to where you might have been two minutes before you logged on. <laughs> but what I then remind yes. myself is, Probably 75-80% to of these guys might struggle to hit a deadline or might not be the guy who goes and suggests that maybe my work works with your magazine or your advertising agency and therefore I'm immediately eliminating a large chunk of people just because, like you said there, they've not been organised or they've not hit a deadline, the basic mechanics of professionalism. and and, and I think that's something to be said about that you could have all the ability in the world but it's that age-old thing where if you can't support that professionalism and an ability to deliver then it it doesn't matter how good you are
1: no that's that's so true I mean I've been I've been in lots of situations myself you know as a designer you know previously where you know you might have a choice between two or three people okay you know you might have one who's actually brilliant but 50% of the time doesn't meet the deadline. No. And it's like, well, we can't really take that risk. And I think it's very difficult for some types of people coming out of the university to realize that because it all, that sounds terrible, but it is all based on the mechanics of having a business and having to get, make things happen to be run on time, yeah. that if you can't deliver your work on time, then, then you know, you're not gonna get asked back. So it's very important that they, that they learn yep. this. And I know that um, in the universities they do give them deadlines. And yep. you know, that is very important. Um, but, you know, but as you say, it's also, and going back to this point about the cross-discipline area, is, 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 is coming up with these suggestions where you could be working with other people and being sort of really open-minded to maybe how your work could be used. So, for example, if you're an illustrator... Um, you know, not thinking. Oh well, my work's only going to be used on in, in a book. You know, it could be on teacup next week, or it could be in a, in, a, in a coffee shop. So it's it's like thinking about how, how you can actually be very open minded to, yes. to to your work yeah. and, 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 and the routes
0: that you can take. Yeah. And when you are, when you learn to ingrain that way of thinking in your mind, what i found is so many more opportunities to present themselves when they when you're able to, when you're willing to see them. Yeah, the world's full of them. And I've worked with some great art directors and been fortunate enough to have guys who've gone, you should do that with your work. And that one comment is 20 years in the making to my five years of experience and it changes everything. And those moments are beautiful because it's like, oh my God, if I hadn't met that guy, I might have waited 15 more years to arrive there. And that's a wonderful thing. And at events like this, I mean, I mean, well, okay, but to that point, I guess that dovetails into who comes, to, who comes from industry to arts thread events. I mean, just a few examples off the just, top of your head, uh, yeah. uh,
1: you know. All sorts of people. I mean, we have we have a lot of people from from corporate clients, like people are, like urban outfitters, for example, um, who we worked with. Or we've been working with for several years, and they they will come. They we we invite them to places like new designers, or try events like designers block, or we have um, people from uh, marketing companies that kind of thing and also uh, people also like a lot of people also looking for um, for talent for for events or for their for their platforms that they that they run so um, people from craft council for example with new talent so a really wide variety of people come to yeah. our shows and it's and also the thing is that on our they can also message them directly so um, that's kind of you know the good thing is that's happening like twenty four seven so Fantastic. it's it's happening all the time and again that's for for jobs yeah. freelance work or well, it can be even members of, members of the public wanting a you know piece of furniture yeah um, a lot of um, exhibitions people wanting to showcase their work yeah. also like fellow um, designers wanting to collaborate a lot of collaboration yeah. so. Yeah, I think the good thing is that it—that's their sort of working away, even when we have you know know—we're not actually having a sort of yeah. a real life show.
0: And what's what? Because the reason I asked that is what I saw wildly contrasting ways in which the students conducted themselves and art the new designers, so uh, it was, was no different when I graduated 10 years ago, 11 years ago, <laughs> and, and what I mean by that is, I walked around I mean, I did a couple of hours portfolio review with you guys last time, but my, my pass enabled me to go and enjoy the whole thing, so I walked around and no one there knows who I am, let's face it, so they don't know that I work as an art director sometimes, that I have connections to a lot of big companies and the people that I've worked with over the years. So I'm walking around and I'm not just looking at the work. I'm looking at how the, the people are conducting themselves. So some people step out and give me a nice flyer. They'll say, do you want to ask any questions about it? And invariably, I generally do. I'll stop and go, yeah, Tommy and And they'll tell me all about the work. And i think, okay, you're on it. you okay. I work with you. Um, I mean, one guy messaged me on Twitter when he saw that I was coming down to do the podcast. He said, let's go for coffee over the, me for coffee over the road. Uh, he let me know when he was going on his lunch break in case he missed me really great stuff so yes. and work was incredible and I went away from there thinking, so, so I'm immediately was a professional um, then what you see is other people in little huddles on their phones texting away or not paying attention and I walk right past and they'll stop and look but they, they, you know I, I might move on and they might have missed an opportunity and I'm not saying like that's not just me personally I'm using myself as, as an example but I just think you have to be switched on because you really don't know who any one person is and beyond that each one of those people might know 50 people in industry that they might mention you to. They might go, well, it's not for me, but actually I, I'll yes. recommend you to a friend. And the likelihood of you being recommended is, is unfortunately, for better or worse, going to come down to how you behave as much as what yeah, your work so is doing.
1: I th- I, that, that is so important, actually. I mean, we, and I know that, um, for example, on am new designers, they do give them a lot of prep beforehand on that. But you're, you're right. I think sometimes it depends on the universities. Some of them have more uh, crits within their uh, within their course and I think that does help to give them a, a confidence mm-hmm. um, about how they talk about their work um, and it's also things like for example um, like flyers and business cards, um, there's nothing worse than going to six hours work and they're not there and it's like oh well we've ra- they've run out of business cards, yeah. I mean it's like, like that is like the worst thing, like, never run out of business cards or know where the nearest front print is or something like that where well, you yeah. can just go and get some business cards yeah. you know, never, because there's nothing worse than sort of you're there and the person's not there and then there'll be a few casual people sort of standing around going well you can take a picture of their you know their the, the thing on your phone and it's like well that's not kind of really what I want to do because yeah I mean, most people who kind of go round, they're going round for, for example, a show, they're going round for a purpose, yeah. and they're usually quite organised, and then all the cards go in a little folder, and then when they get back, they'll go through all these cards. So, if yours isn't in there, are they really going to kind of fish it out of their phone and and add you in? Well, probably not. They'll be like, oh, well, that's just... And suddenly, they'll start feeling tired and think, oh, I need a coffee. So, you know, there you are, you've blown it. So it's so important to always have and also the other thing is um, my personal bug, bugbear is, is, is business cards you can't write on because I find that like, when I was going around and looking at um, students' work graduates' work is you know, I'm making my own notes as to why I'm, why I like their work
0: Right, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, and I find what's really important is to have like a very small, um, just a very small indicator of, of your work on the card, like a visual clue. Yeah. On one side, because sometimes if you just get a card and it's like completely white or something, I say, who the, well, you know, especially when you see like hundreds, it's that?
0: Oh, okay I've got a stack under my monitor, and they're all there for a valid reason, but sometimes I can't remember why. And as you say, it's got a little indication of the you, course, you connect the dots. You you remember it when you see a trigger. So it's like,
1: yeah, exactly. Like it might be that they did a collection as well, butterflies, or, or yeah. just anything. And uh, yeah, so like I like to write on it. You know, oh okay, so yeah, for whatever reason, whether whether what stand they were from all sorts yeah. of things like that um, so yeah and, and all black business cards that's the yeah. other thing that gets me as well because I can't write on those either <laughs> good
0: points yeah
1: or the other ones that I, okay I think it's really nice to do flyers and things like that but then there's always somebody that does the business cards in a strange shape
0: that actually uh, then doesn't yeah. actually
1: fit in your folder yeah. <laughs>
0: there you go all the things to think about
1: yeah but yeah, so it's, it's just, well, and also uh, press releases, like press releases about your work, that's another thing that we do, we've got like a really good, um, just very simple guide on that for, for graduates, uh, for people who are just starting out, like how to write about yourself, because you know, we always say to people like, just, you know, just be really natural, talk about yourself, people are really, people love stories, they love interest, knowing about your interests and what yeah. motivates you. Um, you know, never fall into the trap of trying to write it in some kind of design speak because you know people just like turn away from that, especially yeah. journalists. That oh no, I can't oh, bear God, that; yes. or, it's really yeah. horrible. Um, and so we find often that the, the, the people that can write about themselves the best um, can be often people who for whom English is a second language okay. because they write about themselves in a more in a, in a quite a simple way.
0: That's very interesting because yeah.
1: you know they can't. Yeah. They, 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 their English is maybe. can think. Yeah. yeah, they can't So, and actually that's what you want because sometimes you get you might get a press release that's like two or three pages long and you're like okay okay I'll read this and you get to the bottom and you think well actually I don't actually know what they're exhibiting it doesn't actually say if it's a chair say it's a chair you know it's incredible how this kind of idea that it's somehow wrong to to just be very
0: simple yeah it's 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 the way forward I mean yeah yeah. I think that's the thing that you learn with experience I certainly did from uh, just in any form of writing it's like I'll you know I can spend hours writing something and then I'll go and pick up a book by somebody. A good example, George Orwell, when I was writing my book, and the simplicity made me go, oh, oh God, the yeah. the, the two hundred pages I've just written are massively. I'm trying to be too funny. I'm trying to make everyone go laugh with every paragraph. Go back and strip it all down. Either. Yeah, that's I, it. I
1: think that's it. And then the other good thing is actually getting other people to, to, to read it. Yes. So CVs or um, you know, profiles yes. about yourself. Yeah. Get, get your friends to read it. Yes. Um, if they didn't know you, would would they actually recognise you for yeah. what you've written?
0: Healthy criticism is one of the biggest assets I yeah. look for.
1: I, I think so because you know there's no point someone's going oh yeah yeah this is perfect oh yeah you yeah, know yeah, yeah, it's brilliant well, because yeah. it's not
0: really helping you is it? No, I, I, it I, I always say that to students when I go to these fairs I always make a point of saying I'm not kissing your ass I wouldn't do that because you wouldn't learn a thing no. uh, so when I complain I mean it I always, because I think there's a there's a chance that they I think I'm just saying that to make them feel good and I wouldn't do that so I always make a point of saying that Then therefore go and seek objective criticism because you'll come along so much faster. Yeah I,
1: th- yeah. I think so so I think you know it's It's about, uh, as you say, brevity, making sure that when you write about yourself or your products, it's like making sure that you're really succinct, you know, what is it, where is it, when's it happening? And so it's just those kind of like really basic things so that people can kind of get hooked straight on. But as you say, also images.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, great images will will bring people to read. It doesn't seem to work the other way around. You know, they need these days. They need the images first yep. to hook them in yes. um, That's so, the to thing. start reading yeah. and I think yeah. also uh, a lot of people have said to us that you know I think this is sort of slightly moved but I know a lot of universities are very They're, they're like, well you know I'm not sure if I want to release all the images of my work you know I don't know where they're going to end up blah 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 blah. and I think it's very important for students and, and well actually all creators to to actually have sort of control over their m- images yep. so You know okay you might do a photo shoot and you might have 10 15 images but that doesn't mean to say you've got to put all 15 on your website yeah or send all 15 to 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 a company you know you you know you you have to sort of treat yourself almost like a brand you know if you were a brand would you do that well no probably wouldn't Um, you know it's quite interesting that um, for example I I often gave the analogy of. I think it was Giselle. there was, a, there was a jeans, um, a denim brand, I'm just trying to think who they were now. Anyway, the, 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 sal- the salient point was that, for, for example, for their, all, all their competitors, you know, they want to know what's happening and what, what, what new things they're releasing. But actually for press releases, they would, they would release a couple of fantastic images of you know, a load of people that it was like party time, blah, blah blah blah, which is great, but it, it actually was just very succinct. So you know, you might want to release three images to you know, compress, have those on your website, and then the rest can be like a backup. So yeah. it's not that, so. And also, when you're using like social media or your website, making sure that it's consistent. So the hero image is always the same one, yeah. and you know you haven't got sort of bits floating about because a lot of people, we we do a lot of reports on graduate shows and then also write about them later on in the year. And sometimes you might be going through um, like an end of year show booklet or a guide, which has got like websites on it or Facebook links or whatever and you know you, you, you kind of like go, oh yeah I'll look at their website and then you'll get the sort of the Wix cat with the mouse page not found as they've kind of decided that they're actually you know they never got round to doing this website they just uh, kind of said yeah. to that person oh yeah 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 you know I've, I've, I've bought the domain name just write me down for this oh, you know and the yeah. show guide and it's not there and like, that was nothing worse so you know it's about kind of having all the all this kind of the ends all kind of like tied up yeah, so perfect. you know there's nothing wrong in having like a student blog, and then actually sort of the last post could be this is my student blog. you know I'm now um working freelance um seeing more of my work here blah 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 but there's no bigger crime than just leaving it kind of left and people are looking at going, they haven't posted for six months what's happening
0: I see it and it was Nick Chubb actually who would talk to us at the last London Design Festival Okay, on the episode he was on, he had a very good point of saying, "In the modern world, right now, you, you, everything you have out there is your portfolio. Yes. Your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook, professional Facebook, um, your website. Uh, you know, if you if you're just filling one of them with cats and selfies, and that's under <laughs> yes. your professional name, immediately it, it, it downgrades what you're trying to do and what you're, how you're trying to be seen okay. in the professional world. You know."
1: I think yeah, I think you're right. I think you know it's it's. I mean, some people can can get away not with cats but yeah. can get away with for example something on Instagram it can be a mix of their inspirations Absolutely. and yeah. uh, what they do so it can slightly sort of be like that but but it depends on I think it depends on the person you it know does. some people um, can do that and it will not stray into being unprofessional yes. but if you don't feel that you can do that um it's much better to keep them separate, yeah. so one which is professional life and yeah. then the other one which can
0: be That's the, the cats. thing isn't it, with, yes. with, with my own stuff I made the decision to, uh, to put my cards on the table because I write about the freelance lifestyle, I do this show, therefore I think a lot of people who know my work know that I'm for example a big wrestling fan, a big football fan, so it's kind of cool for me to show off a little bit, a little window into that and then people connect with that. So there is a clever way to do it but like you say, when it degenerates into nothing but here's another selfie, here's another cat. It's yes. a bit like, what am I getting from that? I think you have whatever right in saying you have to sort of stop and think. Why would people want to follow me in the first place? And therefore, yes. does it fit within that remit?
1: I think that's it. I think it's just kind of making those decisions and um, and sort of splitting them into your professional life and then your private yeah. life. Um, so I think yeah, that that is that is a very important point because I, I mean, so many people. When it's true, you know, people will will Google Google up. Um, Potential employers and employees, yeah. and see what you know, what they've got, what's on their Facebook page, yeah. what's in their, and it's incredible how many people actually um, don't seem to um, look at the settings on their, uh, for example, their Facebook pages or their Instagram pages. Yeah. But you know, but I think yeah, it's all about professionalism. It's all about checking what's up there. You know, have a look at what images are. You- yeah, the raw of you. Where are they from? That kind of thing. You want to make sure that mm-hmm. you p- present a good impression, yeah. or the impression that you want to give. Absolutely, that's, that's, that's
0: the it's thing. The yeah. That yeah. yeah
1: well, that's bad. the thing you have to control, isn't it? It is, and I think you know, and I think that's it. I mean, don't you know? Don't feel that you have to. Um, Again, it's like sometimes it's like less is more. We were talking about this the other day. That um, don't don't feel that you have to put everything in your portfolio online. Mm. You know, be really selective. Be really ruthless. Take out anything that you don't think really kind of telling your story or that you're proud of. You know, just make sure that it is the best images that you can have. Because yeah. you can, I mean, that's the beauty of websites. You can always put them back in afterwards. You can yeah. maybe go and work on them a bit more and yeah. reintroduce it. But it's just at that point when people look at it, it's got to be right.
0: Yeah. Have you got any? Uh, have you got any standout examples where you know where people have uh, attended us, at spread events, and, and been on the website, and I made like a really good connection in industry? i gone on to do something really cool. Have you got a, did anyone spring, anything spring to mind that you can sort of say? That? We're quite proud of that. And we're, and we're yeah. Good, well,
1: I mean, one of the one of the, actually quite early on was, uh there was a um, graduate from um, from from Campbellwell, um, Camilla Bernard. She, um, she was on Art Thread, and we did a, a call out for members to exhibit with Designers Block in, 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 in Birmingham and, and she, she exhibited with them and since then she went on to do different shows with Designers Block and from that has gained a huge amount of um, freelance work for example last year she did um, a whole exhibit for um, Transport for London wow. um, at uh, Design Junction where she actually recreated the whole like, um, yeah. station um, and lots of different she's worked for lots of people like Paul Smith so yeah again, you know, she, she actually... What,
0: were there any key assets, uh, key characteristics or whatever, where she presented herself that, that you think helped her helped achieve that?
1: I think because her style was very individual, and I think she didn't. There was no sort of apologies or trying to like yeah. sort of um, commercialise what she did or how she spoke about her work. Um, because what she does is she creates objects in wood, so there can be all sorts of like crazy objects, whether it's a you know a, a washing a tub of washing powder or a, mm. or, a, or a or a London transport train. And I think it's that um, quirky individuality that uh, yeah. has actually given her the edge to to be able to be yeah. given all these commissions to yeah. for this. That must be a really work. satisfying
0: part
1: of what you do. Oh it is. I mean it's great when you get all the really good feedback from 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 the graduates of the shows, you know, because a lot of them do make such great connections at these shows and and I think, you know, it's the first time they've actually offered sold to, to, to the general public, which is, you know, it's just really, a great feeling, isn't it, bus, to, 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 bus, to, yeah. to suddenly, you know, think, oh, great, you know, and it's going to be sitting in their living room or whatever, you yeah. know, being admired. Yeah. And I think, you know, that is, and we've done, we've done so many different types of shows where people maybe have got jobs or you know, internships, for example, like with Levi's, we've just finished second year with them. Last year we had four, um, In time, and they went to work for ten weeks at uh, Levi's uh, head office in San Francisco, and you know, and again, it would be leading to like full-time jobs for them. So, yeah, I mean, it is—it's really rewarding to be able to see how they, how you know, people can take advantage of this. But you know, it goes down to when you know, when you look at the characteristics of those people that succeed, they all have the same kind of drive in common. You know, that they are you know very driven to succeed. Um, and they are very individual so they're not kind of people go oh well um, you know I'm going to design something that people will like they are themselves yes. and that is what attracts um, the clients to them
0: yeah that's the beauty of the creative industry isn't it yeah and that's what we all love when we um, find something that stands out with someone's honest
1: yes because it's you know what you don't want to do is kind of go oh well um, you know I'm going to do something that's a bit like this because it's popular yeah it's like no whatever you do, don't do that yeah. you know it, it, because that's the whole point. You know, when people go to shows to see new work, they're looking for things that yeah. they haven't seen before, like their mm. individual style or different methods yeah. or techniques. And then, kind of, they're, you know, there is no limits to what you can do. It's just you yeah. know, you've got to think about, um, it, you know, it's what you want and it's your inspirations and what, what drives you. Yeah.
0: That's brilliant. And what's coming up next then? What's uh, what's on the horizon for us, and and people can connect with?
1: What's coming up next uh, well, we're going to be um, doing Milan design week in April and then we're also working on quite a lot of new ideas around um, a more kind of online video style in, in helping creatives once they've left and so again helping people for um, for longer because I think you know with the present climate it's meaning that people are often needing our help for, for longer periods. Yeah. So you know, it may not be two years, it might be five years because you know, it is harder to get that break. And um, it's it's about sort of adjusting to having a kind of a career with lots of different steps in it, um, and and that's kind of great to be able to sort of embrace that. That it doesn't it's not a it's not a bad thing to maybe you might want to step aside, do something different, move in a different direction, move to a different city, move to a different country. So all of these things are part of a creative career, um, and it's 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 also explaining that you know it's not a very it's not a a linear career where you just kind of get a job in one co- one company and you'll be just doing the same job I mean, <laughs> That sounds like really. I mean, actually, that sounds really boring, anyway, doesn't it? But it's it's about embracing the fact of um, uncertainty, and you don't know what's going to yeah. happen, what's oh. around the corner. I mean, that's great. Yes. But it's 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 about embracing that, and it's not being scared of that, and yeah. thinking, well, you know, things will turn up, and you know, your career can go in all sorts of directions, which you've never
0: have thought of when yes. you're. And in terms of people who are eligible to be on that, is is it, is it is it just people in education now, or let's say someone's been gone two, three years, can they? Yeah, can they, they can. Come and so off?
1: up to five years. So anyone who's oh, okay, been five great. years, that's a good one, and also people who are actually students who are actually studying at the moment. Yes. So Super. yeah, it's quite it's quite. Oh, that's great. That's good grace,
0: baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Uh, and it's artspread.com, website.com. Uh, yep, yeah, everything's yes. there that people need to know, all the links to yep, social. Yep.
1: All the links, social, register, yep, it's all great. Brilliant.
0: Smart. And the last bit which Kyle you really escape from the shark in the town, where I ask people a love and a hate. It's a very on-the-spot question. And I'm even gonna say it's within the arts spectrum within the sort of work that you do. <laughs> and it can be as playful or like, as serious as you want, but
1: I suppose I do love seeing um, what people come up with when we when we run our competitions and um, where people are showing their work at exhibitions that we've created, it's just so rewarding to actually see them actually in person, yeah. and also to meet them as well. Because nothing you've had this dialogue with people um, by email. I mean, okay, and you, and you and you kind of like get finally get to meet them. It's like really exciting. Yeah. because you and then to see their work actually in person, because sometimes you you know you don't see their work, you see it online and then you know it's wow you know it looks like that and it's, it's it is really really that is a very rewarding yeah. part of it um what do i hate um, well, that's <laughs> a kind of difficult one um i think obviously for what we do it's, it's 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 a big website and i think for for us i think it's it's actually just kind of trying to um keep everything kind of um Getting to grips with all the universities that are out there because uh, obviously we started in the UK and now it's like really global and I think one thing that is a big challenge for us is, is being able to, um, to get to know all the universities and to be able to, 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 to talk to them all and I think you know, I, you, know you just want to have like. in you know. 10 pairs of hands and 10 yeah. computers to be able to kind of like reach all the people that, that we could because we'd just like to reach more people yeah um, yeah one day we will yeah but it's just kind yeah. of yeah. well cool. as that goes <laughs>
0: well that's absolutely brilliant We're in there thank you for your time thank you. Nice one to Katie for taking the time to come and meet me in London Um, she's not over all too often because she lives in France these days Uh, but she did and she came and she gave some great advice so I hope you enjoyed it, I hope you picked some things up, I hope you found it useful. You really should go and get on board with Arts Thread, you should also go and get on board with the Association of Illustrators who look out for the show these days Um, if you're working in visual communication particularly illustration, they are the people for you, it's worth having a portfolio there Keep an eye on all the events they're doing uh, and most important of all, in a savage world these days with digital rights and everything, they look out for you. They help you price work. They help you know about copyright, uh, sign off contracts. You know, It's all the stuff that are an absolute nightmare when you get out without tutorial input. So go and have a look at both of those brilliant organisations. Um, yeah, there you go. I hope it's cool. I hope you're all geared up for the real world if you have just graduated. Um, there are a number of other episodes on the archive you can go and have a look at there's a graduate special earlier this year i talked to hazel mead from coventry university about how she's feeling the hopes the fears the dreams what she's doing to make headway into the industry before she's graduated so that's worth having a look at too and to be quite frank you really should just be listening to every episode because all these people have got industry experience and they're sharing all of that with you guys every week through arrest or so thanks for checking in i hope you enjoyed it Get me your feedback on the Twitter at Arrest All My Mix. Hello at on the email if you want to go more private. Keep in touch. Pitch to me. Why do you want to be on the show? Who do you want to hear from and why? Got awesome episodes coming up. I'm just back from Dublin. I've been to talk to Annie Atkins. Graphic designer for film and television, she worked on Penny Dreadful, Wes Anderson's Grand Budapest Hotel, Bridge of Spies with Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg, and she's going to be talking about the role of a graphic designer on film. It's an absolute belter, Uh, so we've got that coming up in a few weeks. We've got all sorts going on, we've got Neil Bennett from Digital Arts, the editor, talking about diversity in design and where the industry's moving. Um full of it, full of good shit for you <laughs> thanks to my wonderful sponsors again illustrationweb.com uk, and printed.com all of those people providing us with great digital, printed and industry advice for visual communication so go and have a look at them all they're all doing good work and they're all keen to parts of the industry and this show and what I'm trying to do so, I hope to hear from you all soon. Like I say, throw your feedback, spread the word, share the love, drop me a review on iTunes, subscribe on there for free if you're a regular listener, uh, and then you'll get the episode every week straight away by default. So, cheers for listening. Uh, I hope you have a good week. Thanks again to Kit Dominey from Arts Thread. Take care, guys. I'll we'll see you all very soon. <laughs>